Hey. So. I'm glad you asked those couple of questions about um, Sarah, this client, because I think this is where it's really important. This is where supervision is really important, right? Um, and you are a supervision. Um, my, you are my supervision partner. Um, because it is. I think it's important in, you know, in the sense of, I think it's good to be able to have a person that one can say something um, that is there in the relationship between the um, between the client and the therapist, or between th these two people who are trying to do something. Um, I think that is the intention: do something really healing and uh, nurturing and good. And, you know, Freud, as all um, religious cult leaders, has, well, as, as, as far as all, not, not religious cult, it's more than a cult, religious leaders have, you know, stipulated that, generally speaking, it's probably not good that, uh, um, you know, someone who's in a healing role, like a priest or a psychotherapist, they've all got P's, these people, priest, psychotherapist, paedophile, which, I mean, priest. Um, um, not all priests are paedophiles, but some are. Um, but there's a lot of paedophiles around. I mean, let's, you know, I don't know. Is that just, is that, is that paranoia? <laughs> I, just, I just think that, the, you know, there's a lot of people out there, including lots of people, nice people, who are willing or maybe even get some pleasure in being sadistic to other people or creatures who are um, less robust or less, I don't know. Yeah, less robust than they are, whatever. L less uh, strong. Hmm. But I'm glad you asked because I definitely feel attracted to this person. And I, and I use the word person because, you know, I, I am in no way and, and, I, and I've never, ever done this and I would never do this because I, I think this is a, an absolute sacred line you, I, not to be crossed. But and also she's a married woman has told me how much she loves her husband and how great their sex life is. So uh, hello, <laughs> whatever the case may be. But even if she, her, her, her sex life was just awful, um, I would not cross it also because you know, she's like, she's at my height or even a little bit taller. So although I'm attracted to her as a person, I'm not really sure even if we had met on Hinge that there would have been, um, we would have done anything sexually with each other. Um, but it's interesting and I, it's genuinely interesting, says the scholar. <laughs> no, but it is. It's genuinely interesting to feel a real kind of like, ah, a real connection, a cl click, an attraction, a kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I get, I get what, I, I think I get what, you, I get what you're about. Not like, oh, I understand. I see. I understand what you're saying. I see. It's more like, 
Okay. And of course, some people say, whoa, whoa, be careful, right? Or over identification, uh, bring in all the identifiers, um, bring in all the transferers. But no, 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 it's just a, a genuine sense of like, okay, there's a certain wavelength that goes beyond words. And it's not like, come and, come and have sex with me, therapist. No, it's not like that. But maybe it is, maybe a bit of it, a little bit of it. Maybe on both sides, it's sort of like, oh, I don't think it's flirtatious, though, that energy. It's more like a kind of, and what I think it's about, I think it's about the instinct, because she is a, uh, an SX-8, and I'm an SX-4. So both of us have this dominant instinct in terms of that uh, quite intense, um, it's, it's going for the blood, right? It's like, well, what's the blood of this discussion? Not what, you know, I'm not interested in the gristle. That's chewy, I got a lot of chunk, 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 chunk. No, this is like two vampires and they're like, where's the blood? Where's the blood of this discussion? And that's attractive, that's quite sexy. And the other thing which I can attribute um, now that I've met a fair number, because you know, once, you start, once you've met like six or seven SX-8s, you can kind of see uh, some, quite a, quite a good kind of, yeah, you, you build up a, a good sense of that um, SX dominated uh, personality type. And you, and you realize that, ah, yeah, there is, there is a real SX-8 dimension. And there is something about SX-8 that is quite, it's, it's more gentle, it's more, I wouldn't go as far as to say needy, but it, it, it thrives off, off a, kind, a certain kind of attention, right? Um, in a slightly, you know, in a way that a four can understand. You know, somebody says, oh, you cried when I, sorry, you cried, you cried, I cried, we're all crying. Uh, I cried when you said that you really liked my writing. I mean, that to come from an eight is like, isn't it? You know, it feels like, wow, could you imagine Lois saying, hey, mum, you know, or maybe, but there is this, there is also this kind of real innocence and beautiful tenderness, vulnerability of the eight who is so guarded of their vulnerability, but they're, they are they, it's like the thing you most guard, you also perhaps just you for a moment you don't guard it and it and it just sort of shines out like this like this jewel like this bright jewel you know like ah oh, it's like there's a tenderness there right because that's not what is portrayed that's not what the persona or the ego cage is saying the ego cage is saying, oh i'm big and strong and blah, blah, blah. but but it's but you see that like in a child and it's beautiful because you only just catch a glimpse of it. It's like you catch a glimpse of the inner child in the ego cage as it sort of trundles past. And that's, that's the attraction I feel for Sarah. And I thank you for this uh, supervision space. Um, the only supervision space that you can access at quarter to 12 on a Sunday evening. <laughs> because that's how we roll. It's always supervision. What, you just do supervision once a week? No, no. This is SX4 club, baby. Uh, of which we, we don't, don't let us down here, Frankie. Come on, you. But, but here's the thing. You and Stu 
whether he's a three, whether he's a four, doesn't really matter, does it? Because it seems like both of you are Essex dominant, which is probably why you're not <laughs> spilling the beads, I imagine. Because you're being, you're probably being, you know, either super tired because you've just shagged all weekend or, um, <laughs> or, or, or like, no, this is too nice. I'm not going to share any of this. Or, or knowing you with your seven nine, a little bit like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to make, I don't want to make Steve jealous because it was just so amazing. <laughs> or, um, no, I don't want to make Steve non-jealous because it wasn't so amazing. I don't know. But I think the fact that you are Essex and he is Essex is a good combo. I think there's a good, good combo. Understandably, it's like, shouldn't the socials in some way be with the socials, the self presers be with the self presers If Nadia is, is in a good relationship at the moment, I suspect if she, if she were to do a eclectic Enneagram type two test on her lover, husband, um, she would discover that whatever type he is, he's probably at SP. And that's probably why she stepped into his house or stepped into his mind uh, when she did so um, in their first hinge date and went, oh, I, yeah, this looks a bit like mine, yeah. I mean, slightly different. He's a SP8 or an SP7 or an SP1 and I'm an SP9. But it's more or less the same. Yeah, same day, yeah, same kind of setup. Yeah, very neat, tidy, organised. Yeah, very everything's structured. Yeah, what? Yeah, he eats at six o'clock in the evenings like I do. Yeah, it's just easy. It's just so easy. Oh, you know, Steve was, he was a lovely guy, but like that SX energy is just, it's nuts. It's just nuts. Even when it's fun, it's nuts. But the SX people, um, and maybe it doesn't really matter if you're SX1, SX2, SX3. <laughs> Whatever your Essex postcode is, it doesn't matter because if you're an Essex person, boom, you've got Essex compatibility. It's like the Essex card. It's like, okay, what are you? Are you in the Essex club? <laughs> but not, not, in a, not in an elitist way. This is not elitist at all because a third of, I mean, isn't this great news? A th maybe a third of the human race, if you can really get your head around it, are super, super compatible for the likes of me and you. And maybe you found one of them, whether it's SX3 or SX4. You're, you know, you're SX4, that's your postcode. His postcode is SX3. But you're close enough because you're both SX. You're both Essex. You're both Essex um, uh, people. You're an Essex girl. He's an Essex boy. You know what they say about them. And that is my Enneagram thought for the day. It really is. I know I haven't been doing them recently and you've really missed them and you've like begged me. You've sent me, Steve, I miss your Enneagram thought of the day. And sometimes you even send me um, like slightly clownish videos just saying how much you miss my Enneagram thoughts of the day. <laughs> and then they come and you're like, oh shit, oh, no, I didn't miss them. That's fucker, it's 12 minutes. Fuck that. I'm listening to this on double speed. Which I hope you did. Uh, that is my Enneagram thought today. If you lost it, this is it. Uh, uh, this is, uh, and you tell me or don't tell me. Um, 
take your pick. Um, what do you think about it? Seriously, serious question. Is because this, I think, could also, you know, when you do all your dating, conscious dating magic for Edinburgh, right? And they're like, yeah, but have you done, have you? No, but seriously, yeah, I know, I know, Hinge, it's awful, it's awful, but have you, have you, let me tell you about this, this uh, therapist I found. She also does this thing called conscious, conscious dating. It's fucking amazing. It's amazing. You know, it sounds a bit like, you're going to think you're going to get like a pompous kind of like, mumsy type. No, 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 Francisca, no, no, no. Yeah, conscious dating. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's really just like, spun me round. You spin me right round, baby. It's like that, yeah. Yeah, Francisca Morton. Yeah, yeah, Google. Yeah, Google. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the about her page is not much there. She's very modest. She's she's, <sighs> she's more interested in us than herself. I know, I know. It's like that's because she's a therapist. Therapists are like that. You see, they're they're very, very they're more interested in us than they are than themselves. It's got nothing to do with us paying them. They just they really are genuinely more interested in us than than, than themselves. I know it's nuts, but she's she's truly one of them. There's like very little on her about me page. Because she's, she's, she's like, less about me, more about you. <laughs> Isn't that us, Frank? <laughs> oh, dear. But it doesn't matter. As long as you go hard in one direction or another, I think you're going to spin round and come round the right way round. If you make it all about you, and you really believe that you make it all about you, it's actually all about me. And if you make it all about me, then it's actually all about you. And either way, you're, you're happy because whatever you get, you're happy. You're like, oh, okay, that's about you, yeah. And then you get something and you go, oh, okay, yeah. That's about me, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but the thing you get, the, the me, it's actually just the, it's just the wrapping paper. And then you open the wrapping paper inside, you go, ah, no, 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 there's a, oh, it's you, oh, okay. And then you are like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah this is you. Yeah. And then you open up the wrapping paper and inside is me. And at that moment, once you've taught that to your uh, clients, and also taught them. It's just, it'll be called the Frankie Golden Rule. Number one. <laughs> Where did she learn this? She stole it from her stone friend, Steve. She stole the two, the two golden rules of the, the Frankie handful of golden rules. You can come up with the other three. I'm too stoned to come up with those. And the first golden rule was um, the you-me thing. You know, if, it's, if you make a relationship about like really about you and you really go for it, but like, put your back into it, like seriously, seriously, acts of service all day, all night long. Go for it. You and the other person also does the same or they make it all about me. Like, yeah, okay, you're putting it into it now. No, 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 but it's all about me. <laughs> but like, really go for it. No, no, no black or white. Just like fucking, it's either all about you or it's all about me. Just choose your team <laughs> and go for it, right? So the next person I'm going to have a relationship with, I'm going to say to them, <laughs> this, is my new, this is my new theory of relationship. I had it with my last partner, 
Um, her name was her name was Gigi. Oh, Gigi, is she French? No, no, no. Uh, green girlfriend. Uh, yeah, she would she would have come around on the weekends and we'd have fun and then and then I wouldn't see her for a week. It was okay. It was fine. It was fine. Um, that's what that was my choice. It was better that way. Um, but we have a great time on the weekends. Sorry. So the next relationship I'm going to be in, I am going to seriously, no, seriously, because this is the thing about Gigi. She comes up with some damn amazing, I mean, not just like, oh, they sound good when you're stoned. No, because then I listen to, I don't know, this dropping that I've dropped your way. It's all about you, Frank. No, but it's actually all about me. No, but it's actually, but you see, you see how it goes around because then it actually, it all works out in the end. As long as you choose your team, as long as you're on, you know which side you're on and your partner knows which side you're playing. They know which side you're playing. And you can, I, and you can also both do it. You can both be, it's all about me. It's all about me. No, it's all about me. It's all about me. No, it's all about me. You know, you can play that one. And that's, that's a pretty groovy, it's got a good beat to it. It's all about me. No, it's all about me. It's all about me. No, it's all about me. Okay, which is different to... Um, it's all about me. It's all about you. It's all about me. It's all about you. It's all about me. It's all about you. It's all about you. See that? You see it? It's got a nicer groove. It's like kind of kind of like a got a bossa nova groove. That's nice. I like that one. Of course I do, because I want to be the it's all about me. And as someone say it's all about you. But equally, I can also get behind the it's all about you. And the other person genuinely going, Yeah, it's all about me. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck fuck right. Fuck. <laughs> Yes, it's all about me. Fuck yes. I think that would be. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we've had a look. We've had... Uh, we've had. We've had two, maybe three, um, three vapes this evening rather than just, just the good old trusty one. Uh, Steve on his third pint. But there is no pints. That's what I love about Gigi. It's alcohol-free. It's alcohol-free fun, as long as you just do it once a week. And then you've got the, ah, oh, this is a really beautiful tune. Listen to this. It's all about you. No, it's all about you. It's all about you. No, it's all about you. This is too, too, this is too, too Oh dear, the self finds the self, hilarious. But only when stoned, everyone else is just standing there with crossed arms like, oh, <laughs> you're not funny. I know, that's why I'm doing, that's why I'm doing, that's why I'm trying stand up, that's why, that's why instead of hitting the clubs, I am, I am attempting stand up in my, in my kitchen, <laughs> where there is no laughter other than my own. At, at the ridiculousness of this, but fun, uh, the funniness of uh, being a, a weird human self. Um, because it's zero risk, unless someone takes my phone number 07804197605 and kind of and kind of just texts in and says you're not funny. Oh, that would be like that would be like someone in the audience, right? 
um, going, you're not funny. You're just stoned. I'm like, yeah, but uh, there's some funny bits here. Come on. And we also haven't done the, so we've done the three, but there should be four versions, right? Because there's also, um, it's all about me. It's all about you. No, I think we've covered them. <laughs> um, seeing as you've stopped listening now, I mean, we've definitely covered them. Uh, so that's the first rule. And then the second rule, and then I will, I will leave you to, um, to recuperate and rejuvenate. Um, the second rule is very simply, yes, we know what all the Enneagrammers say about the different combos, and then, you know, there's, uh, what's his face, who's done the, written the big book, the 600-page book on, you know, how they all match up and the compatibility, and it's all, God, it's all physics. But we're fours, we like to get to the nitty-gritty, so, so here is the nitty-grits, this is all you need to know, this is the Enneagram. Enneagram for dating in one fucking rule. Because we like rules, us SX4s. We're like, yeah, we want to rule something. I don't know, we want to rule, um, I don't know, usually some autistic domain. <laughs> you know, um, in our own weird, perverse realm of it. I am Björk. <laughs> you know, come on, come on. Um, but actually, you're like, don't worry about that. Don't worry, you've got more important things to worry about, like getting your cuticles sorted. Um, no, uh, what it's really about, right? It's about these three instincts. And it's just, about, it's actually really simple. Once you know the trick, you're gonna th go like, is that it? And, and this is unfortunately it, it's, it's pretty basic. <laughs> it's, sorry, I'm supplying my own cad laughter here. It's pretty basic, you, you know, pompous human being. But don't, don't worry about it, because once you know it, you're so enlightened, and then you no longer become a pompous human being, right? So basically what compatibility is about, it's just basically about you having the same instinct as this other person. It's got nothing to do with, you know, Spotify playlists or your values or your, um, even your personality types, really, because there's no, like, perfect combo. Seriously, once you've studied this for a while, you'll see there's no perfect combo but um, there's no perfect, uh, there's just no perfect, there is no perfect. There's just sort of okay and not so good. And my, in my relation, last relationship, it was okay. And for the other person, it was not so good. And so we broke up, I guess. Um, actually, it was more than okay. It was actually bloody damn good a lot of the time. But for the other person, not so good. Disappointment. So that's what you tell them. You say to them, these are the only true truths you need to. <laughs> you need to go out into the dating world. <laughs> the you, me thing, because that will just make you just, you, you just won't do any criticism, contempt. It'll just be unconditional positive regard, no matter what, motherfucker. No matter what, because you've got the you, me thing sorted, right? Uh, so, yeah, say to your partner, just say to them, which one do you want to do? Um, just say to them, you know, I've noticed that in, I mean, maybe it's a bit of like, it's like a sub-dob thing. I don't know. Um, conceptual, more conceptual, though. It's not as mm, bodied. It's like more conceptual. 
but like work it out, work it out right for, right at right at the beginning, maybe even the first day. <laughs> it's like who are you going to be, and who am I going to be? Is it going to be it's all about you, or is it going to be it's all about me? And then let's just work it out. Let's just be clear about this, because then we could just have a great time, because we know where we stand. Let's not play the game, the dance of the seven veils, where it's all about you when in fact it's really all about me, or it's all about me when in fact it's really all about you, right? So let's not play that dance. That's boring. We're just tired of that. Ah, we've got better things to do now, now that we've been enlightened post Darren Brown. We've got much better things to do. Like naming the, um, the audience, giving, giving, giving some shout outs to the audience, which is how I'm going to end this before I don't send this. I was going to send it to you, but then I thought I would just send five minutes, but now I've blathered on, so I'll, I'll just send it to the Godhead. Um, Those are the good ones though. That is the thing. The best ones do go to the Godhead and the short, pithy, you know, well-proportioned ones go to you. you. Um, and the instincts. Yeah, that's all you need to remember. Just those two. And you pass that on. But it's also a gate, it's also a portal because I know you don't want to, I don't know you, you don't want to indoctrinate people into the Enneagram. That's not your style. <sighs> Maybe you are a social four. Maybe you are more of a social four. I know that would be tragic if we found out that actually you're not an SX four. I know. Because I know you want to be in that club because you think that club is cool and it is, but you've got to, you pay the price. You pay the price. So, you know, either way, it'll, it'll be good for you, Frank. Whatever happens. But I guess I also wanted to just also say, because I am genuinely interested, but obviously I'm not going to ask, I don't know, someone else out there because I'm not sending this to you. But I am genuinely interested in what, what people think about that. Enneagram, if there's anyone who has an interest in the Enneagram. What do you think about this idea that when it comes to, let's just call it romantic compatibility, but maybe more than romantic compatibility, maybe living together compatibility or that it really ultimately, at the very end of the day, probably boils down to what is your dominant instinct more than your personality type. We blame it on personality. We'll be like, oh, I don't want to be with you because you're a, a, a drama queen. Or I don't want to be with you because you can be very stubborn and rigid and kind of OCD about stuff. And also, I don't like the stonewalling. So we, break, we blame it, I don't like, you know, blah, 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 criticism, contempt, criticism, contempt, criticism, contempt, um, not good. Even if it's done in a, you know, it's not done in a sort of breaking whiskey bottles over each other's heads, but it can feel like that if you've got two snowflakes who are doing a little bit of criticism, contempt, or that's seeping into their discourse. So how do you get more of that UPR? And maybe the UPR comes from a deeply, deeply felt sense of sameness. Birds of a feather flock together. And yet 
as we can see, when two, two fours will rub each other up the wrong way quite quickly because, well, in the four category, it's always, it's about me to a certain extent until we are truly um, enlightened fours and we make it more, more about others, I think. Um, or as much about others. But, that, but then we also know as fours that if you really, really focus on the me in a way that you, you, you're going to even push through me and, and whatever that means, you know, push through that M-E, those M-E letters and what they mean to the self and come out on the other end a slightly more liberated uh, creature ready to enjoy the, enjoy the journey. That would be worth doing.
to sing are you guys ready to sing louder than any crowds ever sung this in 10 years <clears throat> good luck 
signal. Let's finish it off in style. take it in and those moments are when you stop there's been a whole lifetime between when we started and, and now I have highlights and the rest is just a blur a happy blur some of the stuff in the early days it does feel like a long time ago now at the start we never knew how long this would last and it was very exciting we all knew this is what we wanted to do for the rest of our lives. The bond that we have as a band is special. Very unique and strange bond. It's closer to being brothers, I think. And when you have that, you believe that you can go on forever. It's just us all against the world. The fans are, are everything. Happy birthday, McFly. Oh, you know how much you mean to us. I'm so proud to call myself a McFly fan. The most kick-ass, passionate, good-looking, wonderful fans on planet Earth. McFly is my entire life. It's friendship, it's love for music. You know, time flies when you're having fun. The next 10 years, I don't know. I'm just so confident that we will continue to be a band and be happy. It's kind of like the equivalent of like winning the lottery. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> 